But let's get back to what we can give you of our regular programming on a Thursday, and that is Nola Knows, and she knows everything. Wendy Nola, sorry that we had to eat into your time, uh, but I think you were just as consumed by what was coming out of the uh, International Court of Justice as we were. Hi, Wendy. All right, it seems we've... Uh, Hello. Are you, oh, there you are. Hi, 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 hi. Hello. There Sorry you are. about that. No, no. Um, um, first just... of all, I must correct you. I don't know everything. Two, <laughs> yes, uh, you're right. I was um, entirely consumed yes. while doing my prep for the show, um, keeping an eye on the TV. Um, and, uh, yeah, quite a quite a extraordinary day for South Africa yeah. and, and utterly powerful and compelling um, well, for the world, actually, uh, I suppose, depending for, on the yes, outcome of, so, this, of, of, of the decision of this court, yeah, what this court decides. Absolutely, and, yeah. and I think I think the station would have been totally remiss if they'd cut to normal uh, programming at, at after two. So I was very happy to be in, uh, waiting on the sidelines uh, okay. for that to wind up. Um, I have a few things planned. I'm just thinking what I should drop because well, what, of limited. Where have you had time. most complaints? What have you had the most complaints about? Well, Let's start with that one. Well. <laughs> The, the most, the, the, the thing that, the issue that's absorbed me most this week has to be the, the one about Woolies Cafe going cashless and uh, all okay. the debate that that prompted, um, around people got it wrong. They thought it was all of Will Lewis. And, you know, it ignores the fact that many retailers have gone, uh, cashless without much of a murmur on yeah. social media. I just wanted to say one thing, Yuveka, and that is, because I know this issue's been thrashed. Yeah. Um, days but i did have an interview this morning on another station where the interviewer asked the retailer who has been cashless had a cashless policy for some time so what about the legality though because this is legal tender you're talking about banknotes and coins they are legal tender and he went well honestly i don't know i'm just prepared to lose the sale so i just wanted to briefly touch on that mm. and that is okay it, it's quite a curious curious situation in that Yes, the Reserve Bank will say it absolutely is uh, legal tender and should not be refused by retailers. But they also acknowledge that there is this global move towards alternative forms of payment and f often for good reason, such as, you know, in COVID times, it was a bit misguided as it turned out, but handling money was thought to be a way of spreading the virus. And so yes. a lot of retailers adopted that and, and no, there was no fuss. Um, and, um, you know, other other arguments are around security of staff, you know, with staff being sitting ducks if they're sitting with a, a bunch of cash yes. and, and only so, all of that. But it has to be said, as this retailer acknowledged on the show that I listened to, that it's also very convenient for them and saves them money. They don't have to make sure they have a float. They don't have to spend a, a lot of time cashing up. They don't have to then get that cash to the bank. It saves them a lot of time and hassle. Um, bank, uh, I suppose they're there are some fees uh, uh, applicable as well. So they have to acknowledge that as well. And my, my, so, so while it is illegal, while this, the, the, the cash remains legal tender, and there's nothing that the Reserve Bank has issued in terms of a directive to say retailers um, may refuse cash, the reality is that they don't get complaints. There hasn't been a single formal complaint that the spokesman knew of a couple of days ago anyway mm -hmm. um, about people's cash not being accepted. And context is everything. So I think clearly it would be deeply prejudicial and quite um, a stupid business decision if businesses which whose customers predominantly paid in cash then said we're not accepting cash. That wouldn't work for anybody. However, I do feel 
that cash should always be an option. I do yes. feel that it's not really everybody has. Yeah, not everybody is in the position to you know to own a card or can, and a lot of people get paid in cash as well. Uh, exactly, you know. and want to use that cash um, because it costs money to deposit cash and and all the rest. So I just feel it 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 really the the, the fact that it's legal tender ought to be honoured, and anyone who who in a practical situation. Um, has had their cash reviewed should uh, and it's and it's prejudiced them should um lodge a complaint with the south african reserve bank so that they have a read on what is actually going on and where the prejudice okay. is and be in a position because i said what would happen if someone lodged a complaint and they said it would be on a case-by-case basis so let's start actively doing that not just having our say on social media but if you're actually prejudiced by a store's cashless policy lodge a complaint um and that's what i really wanted to just have okay. my five cents okay. worth on yeah. that issue cashless cents worth okay all right <laughs> yes <laughs> nice one exactly. there wendy nice one okay so i think <laughs> we will you. wrap that one up before headlines now and then come back to the other issues uh that uh, that you've uh, been asked to look into if you have a question uh, for wendy or you want to chat to her about something 011-883-0702 we're reopening those lines now or you can whatsapp a voice note us on 0727021702 sms us briefly on 31702 she still has uh, quite a few other issues she's going to tackle for us. I think Wendy's the one person who is never bored and her inbox is always, always overflowing. Uh, but uh, just after um, news headlines, we'll get back to Nola Knows. For now, it is just coming up to half past two. Let's get back to Nola Knows. And we have uh, uh, Wendy, just uh, a couple of comments coming through about the last, uh, what we're talking about, um, certain stores uh, in, in particular, Willie's saying it's going cashless. Uh, Tony saying, just wanted to say about the legality of not accepting cash, Wendy is, in my opinion, mistaken. I ran a retail shop slash restaurant for 10 years that didn't take cash. Cash is legal tender in relation to a debt. You do not have a debt with a retail shop until you buy something. If they inform you upfront as to their terms and conditions of business, i.e. that they are cashless and you can continue, you accept to do business as per the T's and C's. Same as accepting their prices or opening and closing times. Mm, I'd like to know what you have to say about that, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Did you hear that? Are we about- Sorry, Yveka. Oh, Sorry, Yveka. I-, I was. Just- I did hear that. Okay. Yes, and and he, <laughs> the you know saying saying that you you're quite mistaken. Uh, okay. In, well, in the approach all to I that can one. say to that is that's how it might have worked in in, in practice, um, and certainly the Reserve Bank uh, has yet to take any sanction against uh, companies that that uh, aren't. You know, Stop, uh, stop accepting cash as a as a form of payment. Mm. But I mean, the South African Reserve Bank does have to be the highest authority here. And the opening statement to me, every time I've raised this issue, has been, yes, uh, strictly speaking, legally, uh, our South African Reserve Bank issued banknotes and coins remain legal tender, even those that are no longer being mitted in the case of of the five cent coins and the other smaller ones mm, before mm. them um you can still present those for payment it's it, it's a it's a tricky kind of gray area because you've got what's strictly in law and then the acceptance that a thing are, are changing globally b there are some legitimate yeah. reasons that companies um, want their patrons to use other methods. So I think yeah. it's not incorrect to say it's not legal tender. It's yeah. just that it is a has become 
circumstances. I was discussing a, various reasons, yeah. Well, yes, I just want to add one thing, if I can, to that. And it was as prompted by an email from Porsche just today saying, the spaza shops in Westbury charge extra when you pay with your bank card. Just want to know if they're allowed to do that. Hmm. So if you're going to not accept cash, they may they probably do accept cash. But this applies to, to those that only accept cards. You may not past your bank fees onto your customers. It's illegal in terms yes, we, we of the Yes, we spoke about this before, Protection I remember. It was a different, yes, it was a different but, area though, yes. Yeah. Yes, and, and it's also illegal in terms of the merchant's agreement that these vendors sign with their bank, that they are not allowed to pass on their fees. Yes. But I'm seeing, it's sort of, it was a big thing a while ago that it died down and I'm now getting a lot of complaints more. about it, probably mm. because more people are paying by cards and the merchants don't want to pay those fees. Well, legally they must. Okay, well, we've they got, can't pass them on. We've got Cello from Orange Grove uh, with a question for you or telling us about his experience with a cashless location. Cello, good afternoon. What's your story? Yes, I have a thermal. So, there's one, um, one was a problem. Oh, it's, it's not a great off, line. Huh? We have you on this, Cello. Sorry, let's try that again. Uh, just okay. start from the top. Yeah, so I was at the golf, uh, at the Parkview Golf uh, Club mm-hmm. and I tried to pay. Uh, uh, purchase a, a drink and with a with a with cash, and they told me they didn't accept um, they didn't accept cash at mm, all. Mm. And and I mean there was no sign that was up uh, on there that said that before, and I wasn't aware of that as well. So I I couldn't be. Um, be so you were served. thirsty. You were left thirsty. Yeah, well, Shame. Uh, yeah, I was left thirsty indeed. Yeah, golf. but I mean there was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, however, also there has been. Um, I've, I've spoken and sent an email to, to Wendy as well with regards to okay. um, my, um, you know, my devices and my social network being uh, social being uh, jammed up, and um, I, I'm yet to find a, um, um, a real reason as to why that's happened and why that's hacked, um, and that has been debilitating for me. So basically, you want to know why this would happen at a location like that, at a place like that, where yes, uh, yes. yes. okay, yes, and also. Th- and also other places where I've, I've, swung, I've actually used my bank card um, and it's jammed. And one of the places is Fairmont Bowling Club where I was using my, my own uh, uh, bank uh, uh, card yeah. and it was, it was deemed unfit or it, it conveniently only when I was using it. Um, oh. uh, me being a black person and they, they wouldn't, wouldn't go through. Oh, it sounds like, okay. It, it, it sounds like you think there's a, there's a deeper reason for, for yeah, what yeah. has happened to you. Okay, well, yeah, Wendy, yeah. Um, I, I don't know which part of that you want to respond to, uh, but uh, I also know of a lot of places that, that are cashless, especially when it comes to, you know, especially golf clubs and country clubs and all of that. So I don't know if that's ever come up yeah. for you, Wendy. I think I think the, the case there, the problem for me there is, well, you know, I think that all places should offer cash as an option. They can have a preference and, 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 and as, you know, depending on their clientele, perhaps most of their clientele would use a card anyway. But I do think it's a really unfortunate situation where there's, it's a comp, in a situation like that where you absolutely can't. They've got beyond the point where they can cope with any cash at all. And then you create, um, an unpleasant, awkward situation between yourself as a service provider mm-hmm. and a client. I just think there, there could be a better way around that. But, Importantly, what Celo said, the most important thing he said in terms of that experience at the golf club is that there was no signage or warning about that. And mm. that's not okay because yeah. um, 
that the person has no idea and is then put into in that awkward situation, especially if they have no um, other means of paying. Yeah, and especially because if look if if he's, if he's a golfer, I'm not sure if you're a golfer, seller, but a lot of people yes. do carry cash so they can tip their caddies and they can do this, so they opt to take That's cash. Very good point. To a place like yes. that as well. So it it is a it is a bit of a tricky one. Yes, I'm listening. Okay, so I don't know what uh, what's your advice to seller Wendy. I mean, they, if well, there was no signage, he has a case. If there was no signage, there was he has a case. Yeah, furthermore, as well, um, there has been um, several insinuations that um, I have been uh, a person who um, was involved in the drug trade and etc. There in some of the yeah. places, I think it's a racial price profiling and etc. So well. that's. Okay, well, Stella, your, your, your case sounds more complicated than just a place not putting out a sign saying it's cashless. So, Wendy, do you suggest he emails you? He says he did email you. Maybe uh, resend it to her seller. I, could, I think that yes, might be the please. best thing because there are several um, uh, sort of different issues to, to, to seller's okay. case I, I am, I'm, is what I'm hearing here. Excellent. Sure, yes, actually, see, I will do a search. I will do a search. I'm sorry, I do Thank put you. my hand up to missing quite a few emails due to having no help and and far yes. more emails than I can comfortably cope with. But I will do a search for your name and and respond okay. as soon as I can, Cello. But resending okay. is not a bad idea in case I can't find it. All right. Thanks, Cello. Okay, Thanks for you, your call, hey? Thank you very much. All right, okay, then. Thank you, then. Bye. Bye. All right. Uh, so, Wendy, so that's cashless for now. What were the other issues that you've been inundated with? Because we have, as usual, people wanting to talk to you about many things today. So, if you okay. want to some I of the have, other ones, quickly, um, yes. I have one issue that I want to hopefully get in. It's quite a serious one before we end the show. But just while we're talking about listener questions, I got an interesting one from Ant, a listener, Um the circumstances might not apply to everybody, but the issue very much does. He says, that I had family out from the States at the beginning of December. On the 12th of December, they dashed into La Perla in Hyde Park and paid 9,800 Rand for four pairs of synthetic panties. What? She left the shop. Those must she have been some panties. Shop. Sorry. I, I know. <laughs> Sorry, so she left the shop and walked up to her husband, who did the conversion for her, 400 and $50 for four pairs was far more than she thought she was spending. Honest oh, mistake. Wow. So she walked straight back into the store to get a refund, but mm. they would not give her one. The goods were not tried on and remained in the tissue paper. Mm. They were left at the counter with the invoice. They are still there. The store's policy is not to do refunds. This is also La Perla's global policy. I understand why this is in place, that mm. you don't have people returning soiled and spoiled undergarments. In this instance, though, that was, was in case. I reached yeah. Yeah, I reached out to the store owner to appeal to it to be reasonable, and she's indicated that she'll give us a credit, which is not ideal, as my family member is now back in Portland, US. Is this worth taking further, or do we chalk it up to experience? So the answer is, under the circumstances, the offer is of a credit is in favor, is a favor rather, a customer service. Yeah. Because retailers, as we keep saying, are not required to take back goods yeah. that are bought in a store unless they are defective, especially not underwear. Um, so as I said to Ant, it's a take it or leave it situation. And he was very gracious, got back to me to say thanks for taking the time to respond. I appreciated, understood, accepted, huge learning. We will take her up on the offer for a credit. Um, underwear as a sidebar is a tricky issue. It wasn't a size issue here, but uh, most retailers don't want you to try on underwear for obvious reasons. Yes, so, but then the, how do you know if it fits or not? How do you know if it fits well, or not? Some allow you yeah. to try it on on top of your underwear, but I mean, who knows what's yeah, happening in the dressing room? You who, know, that's the other who, thing. Who can police that? So I yeah. would say you certainly have a case 
Um, yeah. if, if, if you were allowed to try it on, yes. um, but then don't buy four pairs, you know, yeah, buy one pair yeah, and, buy, and, and then go and back. Take it because in, in all fairness, and, and this has been an issue for me as well, because if you're buying from different retailers, sometimes a medium or a small is not the same in a different store. So you can't Even, assume that you're a medium, exactly. you know, at Woolies and then at Edgar's, you know, you're, their medium it might be different. It is a tricky one and I can understand both sides of the argument there, but I think as women, we battle with this all the time and then you're sitting with underwear and trying to think now who can I pass this on to exactly and even and even in the case of the same brand different um, different designs uh, different sizing applies so they could have you could have two pairs of knickers sitting next to each yes. other the one you're a medium and you, you go you buy another style that's what I'm looking for another or a different style fabric, it, made in a different it's too fabric small. Yes, exactly yeah. it's ah, a problem here if, if, if we can maybe mm. ah, we could maybe go into that particular one in, in another show, Please, I just yes. wanted to get to a, that case that I did take up on yes. uh, behalf of a listener. Um, so I don't know if, if I was lost to know this, but MultiChoice embarked on a campaign to sell funeral policies to its clients in 2021. Hmm. So uh, Mandisa, who is a state pensioner, she wrote to me to say that she was called by an agent representing MultiChoice and told that because she was a loyal subscriber, she'd won an award of 50,000 Rand, which would be paid to her next of kin on her death. She was delighted, and so she supplied all the details. She says, my, de- my dearest event, my dearest, sorry, importantly, she didn't have to supply bank details, right? Because she's already a subscriber, so, so she, they, they had her details. Yeah. They were debiting her every so she didn't get too many alarm bells because all she had to do was give her next of kin details. Uh, you guessed it. Her DSTV was then cut off. And when she asked why, she was told that she owed 500 Rand for a life insurance policy premium. She said, my normal subscription is 130 Rand. I was then forced to pay 500 Rand to have my DSTV reconnected. I never applied for, nor do I want life insurance. Yeah. Surely what occurred is illegal. Um, she, she tried to go to multi-choice offices to sort out the issue face-to-face, but she was told, no, we can't help you here. Gave her a number to call, and she said it was never answered. Please help, she said. As a pensioner, I cannot afford this. So I took up her issue with multi-choice. I asked a lot of questions around how this selling of insurance goes, yeah. and um, and I got a whole lot of answers, which is that NMS Insurance Services, which is a company wholly owned by multi-choice, started doing this, selling these policies in 2021, um, as they put it, delivering accessible funeral and risk benefits to DSTV customers. And then they have a third-party service provider called Cubix or TalkShare, which they contract to uh, make these calls, right, to sell these policies after trading them supposedly, and they monitor all their calls, record them. As soon as we became aware of Mandisa's concerns, I was told NMS investigated, reviewed the call, and led us to identify some discrepancies that do not align with our procedures and standards. So they're mm. not saying, yes, she was indeed misled, but I think clearly um, they're acknowledging that uh, she was. Otherwise, uh, she would, you know, that policy yeah. being taken out would have been legit. She says they've cancelled the policy, okay. uh, credited the premium, so all. As well, we've we've extended our apologies, and we do not take the situation lightly. So it's just something for listeners to be yeah. aware. And she of. can watch her DSTV again. She's got she her can DSTV watch her back. DSTV again, okay. and she doesn't owe them anything. And but she, I just thought, yeah. wow, it was yeah. quite a serious thing was, to happen. 
It's almost feel, like she was tricked into it. She was. It sounds she like was that. She was, yeah, it's telling somebody they've won something. But Wendy, we've got Zubair who's been waiting on the line. Um, I don't. Sure. Have you wrapped up that one, Shame? He's been waiting for almost twenty minutes. So let's take wow, his call. Okay. Hi, Zubair. <laughs> How's it, Rebecca? Hi, no thanks. Problem. A very patient right. man. All right, tell us what happened. <laughs> okay, quick one. My my dad's a pensioner as well. Uh, during the latter part of November, he purchased. Uh, some items from take a lot, mainly computer-related items like hardware, mm. uh, storage devices, uh, keyboards, etc. Uh, to cut a long story short, uh, upon delivery, he was missing one item, particularly a hard drive. Oh. Uh, he immediately notified the driver, and uh, in fact, he, he typed out a bit of a note, to, and the driver acknowledged, listen, the customer said one item missing and even signed it. Um, he later reached out to take a lot, uh, who then said, okay, listen, we'll obviously try and uh, investigate and see the outcome. They, they sort of uh, dilly-dallied for the whole of uh, December and then eventually got back to him to say, listen, we've investigated our processes and everything is hunky-dory on our side. Uh, we don't really see anything wrong from our side when the thing was shipped. And indirectly, basically said, listen, you're lying, uh, if, if I want to put it mildly. Mm. And uh, thank you very much for your services. And uh, they basically washed their hands off it. Now, I mean, my dad is a frequent purchaser from Take Blood. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't really complain for something like this. And then they have no recourse now because all they're saying is they've checked their processes and, and they're happy with it and sorry for you, you lying. But he um, reported sure it immediately to that. the driver, to the delivery guy Absolutely. saying, he said, wait, Absolutely. I'm going to open this while you're here. Which Correct. was very, yes, Correct. okay. He, he even signed it and, and take a lot, even said, listen, we'll investigate. But I don't know what's our recourse. I mean, the item's quite pricey as well. Yes, of course, it's a hard drive. Yeah, Wendy? Right, well, you've asked the, the right questions there, Yuveka. Um, I'm I've often on this show said to people, uh, it's, 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 it's not what we routinely do. You take the box, you go inside, and, and then later you open it. Um, I would suggest what, I, what, what, what the bear's dad did is, is best case scenario. He didn't just go say bye-bye driver and then immediately open and take mm. pictures of the problem, which I think was, still would have been in his favor. What he did was open it as he took delivery from the driver and both of, and, and got him to acknowledge that an item was missing. That should have put him in a, I mean, the balance of probabilities are overwhelmingly in his favor. And I'm very surprised to hear mm. that uh, Take A Lot responded in that way. So Zabir, if, please, if you haven't already, and I always have to allow for the possibility, I didn't see an email. If you haven't already, please would you, or preferably your father, email me an account of what happened with the booking confirmation details, uh, or the purchase confirmation, rather the order order details, um, so that I can take this up with take a lot because yeah it it would appear on this version that there has been an injustice yeah. here so that's consumer at nola.co.za am i right wendy that's, that's the, it that's, that's the one you, you got that consumer at nola that's k-n-o-w-l-e-r.co.za and it'll be nice to follow up on this one and see what happens thanks and you know that's that's happened to me with uber eats wendy there's a particular place i like to order when i do splurge on you know allow myself a burger and chips they forget my chips I think the universe is trying to tell me, uh, Rebecca, you're having the burger, you don't need the chips. You know, it always. And when you, do you get them when you complain? Do you, when you log Well, you know plane? what? I must be honest. Yeah, I won't mention who the, who, which, um, sort of burger joint I'm talking about. But they, they said, please, when you come through the next time and you come through the drive through here, uh, just call for me. I'm the manager. And they gave me, 
extra and a free drink and everything. So I'm not going to say, but oh, I'm just okay. saying, well, I don't know okay. why, I don't know why my chips, I think it's just a sign from the universe. I think, but it's, yeah, it's been kind to my hips. <laughs> yeah. Chips on the hips. They didn't lie there. Okay, All right. Always, <laughs> always, always raise it so that these things can be, I yes. mean, I have had. Don't take it there yeah, because chips are expensive. I mean, you can make them at home cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Often it's it's half an order. We had a case that we discussed on this show yes. last year, just a few months ago, where um, it was also contested. No, it was fine. And I took up the case. And we got justice there. Some people do do fraudulent things, but it was clear in that particular case. And yeah. others that I've taken up that that wasn't one of them. So sometimes justice can be hard to come by, which is which is where yeah. I like to come in in as many cases as I can. But but it yeah. Again, the sooner you realize, the sooner you open what it was you were sent and and, yeah. and there's the better chance of justice you have if something is wrong with so, it Don't so i've done the it. same i've taken to checking yeah. while while the delivery guy is still there but you know it just ruins the whole experience you want a bite of the burger you want a chip you want a bite but anyway that's exactly. not about me shame let's go to jibril who's i think it's jibril am i saying that right jibril uh yes uh, good afternoon afternoon hi tell us uh, tell us what's happened uh, yeah, so uh, on, um, in November, we actually bought a dining set at uh, Leather Gallery at the Grove Mall uh, in Linwood. Uh, but, I mean, and despite that, after several stops into the sh- shops, and we found what we wanted in the floor, and we clearly stated to the salesperson that this is actually what we want, the table and the chair. And um, when they captured the, the, uh, the order, they actually did capture it wrong. And then when they delivered it, it was actually a wrong item. Mm. Then we tried to discuss with them, this is not what we want, and so on. And immediately we just uh, returned it. So the current situation that we are currently now is that um, they said that they are blaming us on, 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 on that and saying that, no, the, the salesperson said that this is what we ordered. And secondly, they, I mean, because the salesperson told us that on that day, that the, the item was on promotion, and, uh, and they said that it has never been on promotion. And uh, if we want the correct item, we have to pay, for example, extra 3000 And if you want the refund, they will have to forfeit uh, 50% of the, of the amount what? because it was a special order. And so- they never told us it was a special order. Uh, and since then, we have been up and down, and I would like really like your assistance and guidance on this. What Mother. store was that, Jibril? Just remind us. I'm not sure I caught it at the beginning. What it's, store it's was that? Leather Gallery, uh, the Grove Mall. Okay. Yes. In, okay. In Pretoria, Linwood. So, uh, with these cases, it boils down to which party was at fault. Now, the only proof that you have of what was ordered was is what is on that invoice, right? And if you say... It was captured incorrectly and what was on the invoice is actually what they sent you. Even though it's not what you said, you have a problem because there's no recording of what you, what you discussed with the salesperson, right? So, so in terms of what proof do you have, you have a document on which um, a certain product is stipulated and you got that product. Is that, am I correct? Or yeah, is there yeah. a difference between what, what's on the invoice and what you got? Uh, uh, no, there is no difference between what was the invoice and what they got. It's the, because there is a difference between what we said we want. He said they, they captured us, yeah, it differently. We, we don't know exactly yes. the, yes. the product code and all those stuff. We told them that this is what we want and it was not online. So we went to the store and touched it because my wife actually was felt in love with those chairs because of the, the materials that was there. And then okay. we told them this Did is she... what we want. And 
We went to the shop the second time even to tell them that are we going to get the same thing, please, because we needed also to have the, the item delivered by the 14th. Uh, of December because we, we had like a housewarming. Yeah. Uh, and surprisingly, when they came, we didn't even take it into the house. We said immediately, no, this is not what we delivered. And we trusted the, the salesperson because they know best what the product name okay. into the system. All right. So, so we don't have much time, Wendy, for you to respond. Okay. I'm assuming you wanted to send you the deed. It is a tough one yeah, because if yeah. you're in the store and they captured it, you obviously, I, I, I would, I would want to, I would check it before I left the store to make sure that's so what it was. I, yeah. It's a small chance. Um, mm. Jibril, did you, did you or your wife take photographs in the store of the, of the product, of the table and chairs, just for your own, um, for your own interest? Is there anything yeah, that yeah, would we, link you to the? Yeah. Yes, we, we, we do have. I mean, uh, we, we do have a, a photograph of it. Uh, and if you, if, if I recall well, when we when they went to the website just to check and telling that it's always on promotion, they checked actually the, the, the exact same materials. So I've also sent you an email, um, uh, just oh, explaining, okay. explaining it. Just I mean, okay. uh, if if there is a, for the sake of time, uh, okay. Well, but, uh, I, I will look is, it up. I will look it up. If you've got a picture of you in the store next to the one you wanted, and it's different from what came, there is a chance that we can prove mm. that you didn't get what you ordered. So I'll look at the email and get back to you. I'm so sorry we're out of time, but yeah. I promise to take a look at, look at that email. Okay. All right, Jibril. Thanks sure. so much thanks for your so call, much. and yeah, we'll follow up on that one. And then just to round up very quickly, Wendy, a question: Why are pharmacies allowed to charge the medical aid rate when the on self price stipulates the price of medicine? Generally, it's fifty to hundred rand more using the medical aid rate. Is this not enrichment and beneficial to the pharmacy doing this, taking this from medical savings as opposed to in-store cash. Mm, that's a complicated one. Mm, that's not, that is not an answer I, I could give off the yeah, top of my head yeah. and it would take too long, but I will uh, research it off air. Okay, so lots of lots coming through. Unfortunately, we can't get through to everyone's call today because okay. yeah, programming was a bit different uh, and we didn't <laughs> have enough time with Wendy. But yeah, what, you, you want to have a last word there, Wendy? I was just going to say, please uh, forward me that, that question so that I don't research the wrong thing and we'll come back next week. The one about the pharmacies. It is yes, a very interesting please. one and it, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a bit complicated as well. But okay, uh, Wendy Nola, well, let's just give out your details for those whose calls we weren't able to get to. Uh, just tell them exactly where they can reach you, how okay. they can reach you and what platforms you're on as well. Okay, I'm on Twitter at Wendy Nola. Uh, Nola spelled K-N-O-W-L-E-R and it's the same word in my email address which is consumer at Nola uh, K-N-O-W-L-E-R dot C-O dot Z-A and I um, also have a website which is um, WendyNola.com. Yeah, you, def- you definitely need a PA. You need, you need a PA to help you with all of that. But, <laughs> but that's fine. But thanks, Wins. And yeah, uh, you know, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but due to circumstances, we had less time with you. Uh, probably uh, you, well, you'll have everything back to normal next week. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, you, Vic. Okay.